0: Our houses are over 50% glass, which means these things could last 100 years if necessary, right? I mean, glass, just like skyscrapers. I mean, I've lived in New York, I've lived in Chicago, I've lived in a lot of big cities, those buildings have been around forever. And so we, as a sh- manufacturer, as an engineer, as a designer, as an architect, think really hard about the material selection.
1: Welcome to Behind the Stays, a podcast that shares the stories behind your favorite Airbnbs, boutique hotels, and hospitality brands, and the hosts, operators, and entrepreneurs who have brought them to life. Every Tuesday and Friday, you'll meet the military veterans, the retired flight attendants, tech entrepreneurs, the school teachers, the single moms, and the real estate investors who are all, in their own unique ways, shaping the future of travel and hospitality. Discover how these visionaries, from all over the world, have built chic cabins in the mountains, designed bohemian bungalows on the beach, erected eclectic, off-grid, and nature-immersed escapes, and so much more. Behind the Stays is brought to you by Sponstaneous, the internet's best destination for last-minute Airbnb deals. You can subscribe for free at sponsaneous.com. And I'm your host, Zach Buzzi-Cruz, co-founder and CEO of Spontaneous. All right, friends, enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, I'm pumped to quickly tell you a little bit about Stafi, our sponsor for today's episode. Stafi makes it easy to collect data from and market to every single person staying in your short-term rental. Stafi lets you create a custom-branded Wi-Fi splash page, similar to what you might experience when logging onto the Wi-Fi network at your favorite coffee shop. This means that you can collect the name, email address, and phone number from every guest staying with you, not just the one who booked. Because, let's be honest, who doesn't need to use the Wi-Fi? Learn more about StayFi in about 15 minutes from now or pause the episode right now and head on over to StayFi.com and be sure to use the discount code BTS, as in Behind the Stays, at checkout for 50% off your first three months. If you talk to a StayFi team member, just reference Behind the Stays and they will honor this discount. Oh, and if you haven't already listened to it, check out episode 47 of Behind the Stays where I interview Arthur Kolker, who is the founder and CEO of StayFi. He's an incredibly smart dude. There's a lot to learn from him. All right, guys, on to the episode. In just a moment, you'll meet Antonio Gonzalez, president of Udd House, the company behind the Instagram-famous mirror houses. Antonio is an engineer by trade, but has always had a heart for entrepreneurship. So when the opportunity to co-found Jupe came about, along with past podcast guest, Jeff Wilson, he took it. And the duo took the company through Y Combinator, the world's most prestigious of startup accelerators. Antonio learned so much from the accelerator where the Airbnb founders also graduated from and had an incredible couple of years at Jupe, before realizing that his heart was really in hospitality. Tune in to hear the story of how Udhaus, founded in Estonia, came to be, what their game plan for expanding into the US in 2024 and 2025 looks like, and the kind of hospitality entrepreneurs that they are looking to partner with to make this product roadmap come to life. All right, friends, without further ado, get ready to meet Antonio. All right, Antonio, we are live, my friend. Welcome. To the show how are you doing today
0: good zach happy to be here excited for the uh conversation
1: me too man and i was thinking about like when i first connected with you and i think it was i just started seeing all these like crazy looking like mirror houses on instagram and i was like right. what is this like who who's building these things and like where are they coming from? And I think I just like right. went on this deep dive and that ultimately led me to to you. So you uh, head up a, a Ood House here in 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 the United States, and I want to hear just a little bit right. about your story. I want to hear about Oud. For those who might not be familiar, this is like the mirror house that you see everywhere. It's it's from from Oud, right? And you guys are actually based in Estonia. Is that correct? That's where the company is 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 headquartered. That's where it was founded. Correct. That's where it was founded. Okay. Founded
0: in uh, northern northern Europe.
1: Northern Europe. Okay, amazing. So take us back to to before we get into the story of Oud, like let, I want to hear your story. Like who are who is Antonio? Like when when you were 10 years old, if someone were to come up to you and ask yep. you like what you wanted to do, who you wanted to be when you grew up, like what would you say? So um I
0: have a beautiful nine-year-old daughter that uh, I also asked her. Uh, similar type of questions, and similar to her response, is an engineer. Huh. So my my father, who owned several manufacturing factories and engineering businesses, um, used to take me to his factories when I was young. He used to take me out there, and he would tell me that engineers are uh, are responsible for making the world turn. Hmm. So that had a really big uh, influence on me and my upbringing and my some of my decision making and i ended up with an engineering degree okay i ended up with an engineering degree and uh and then i went to go work in the uh automotive industry soon after that
1: amazing okay so and was there like a like engineers it's pretty broad right like was there a type of engineer that you were like ooh, like i have more affinity for you know electrical or mechanical or like like at what point in time did you decide on the specific niche within engineering that you'd pursue.
0: Yeah. So I, I, I did pursue a, a bachelor's of science in electrical engineering. So electrical was the, 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 main, uh, discipline in terms of engineering at the university of, of Texas, okay. uh, where I graduated from, and it was also the most challenging, hmm. uh, out there. So, but interesting enough, uh, when I went into the auto industry and worked for one of the big three in Detroit. I never went into electrical engineering and did nothing but manufacturing engineering <laughs> uh, for the next four years.
1: Oh, it's funny how that works sometimes, right? Like the yeah. thing that you study, yeah. you end up doing nothing with and, and you pursue something entirely different. Uh, although I feel yeah. like that's like most people with college these days, right? It's You end up studying something that you then do, something completely different uh in in, totally. in many contexts. So perhaps that's just the norm today. So I, I want to hear the story of of how you got admitted to YC. So YC for those who are not familiar is Y Combinator. It's it's the most prestigious of of startup accelerators. Uh, in the the world, I think it's fair to say, um, Airbnb came through YC as did Uber, as did many other, uh, you know, unicorns in in Silicon Valley. So it's an incredibly prestigious program. So, so talk to us a little bit about the, the story there. Like what led you to, to YC?
0: Yeah, look, uh, Y Combinator, or as you shortened it, or as people know, YC, um, is, uh, and, and was a, a life-changing experience for me. Um, it was something that um, I was admitted to, me and my co-founder who started um, another company called juke.com uh, was the company that we uh, ultimately got got basically accepted to. I mean, and you're right. I mean, very prestigious, Yeah. extremely difficult to get in. I think they only accept about, less than 3% of the applicants per year uh, get accepted. And these are applicants from all over the world. Okay. And so, um, and it was, like I said, a very humbling experience from the standpoint that my co-founder and I were the boomers uh, of the group. Uh, we were definitely 2X the age, uh, the average age of most uh, YC founders. Uh, a lot of them were software tech founders, Um, But a very humbling experience from the standpoint that you would talk to and meet founders that were basically developing a a immune system, human immune system in a Petri dish to mining asteroids. Um, So there was definitely a high bar. Uh, Meanwhile, we were building an electric tent. So uh, (laughs) definitely the, the... the, the, the interesting of, of conversations, Jupe um, ultimately pivoted uh, from hospitality uh, into more of a disaster relief solution. And uh, my love for hospitality and what hospitality uh, really is and stands for is what led me to uh, to UD, uh, Mirror House USA.
1: Okay, so that's actually how you say it, is UD, not OOD.
0: <laughs> yeah, UD is, uh, I've been... Uh, Corrected several times by my colleagues uh, in Estonia. So the Öd, uh, it means knights as well. So that's basically the meaning of the O, O, double dot, D, how, how it translates into... Uh, english
1: yeah so so okay well that's good to know um i i was talking to a few other people recently who've seen Mir houses and and they have have called it ood as well uh, so i think it's a yeah. it's a common mistake for us you know yeah. folks over here in the state that don't know how to pronounce these things um but sure. but no that's good that's good so yeah and um I, i'm familiar with with the jupe story actually we, we had jeff wilson on on the podcast uh okay. month yeah. you know probably like oh a year ago now actually and i got mm-hmm. to hear that story so if if for listeners who have been here for a while, they they know a little bit of the jupe story, but and I was curious how how you intersected with with them. So that's super interesting context. So you right. end up deciding to to go all in on, on Ud, and you're really interested in building a hospitality brand. You are a hospitality entrepreneur. I, right. I want to hear a little bit about kind of the state of of the business. So you guys started, you you launched in Estonia, and like what 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 was the what was sort of like the business plan? Was this was this like a oh my gosh tiny homes are taking off let's build mm-hmm. our you know version of a container home ver- our version of a treehouse let's create a new category of stay or talk to us a little bit about like the the founding story of of UD. and then i want to hear a little yep. bit about how you guys are bringing to to the United States, right? Because it's a very different market, obviously, than these places absolutely. in Northern Europe. I, I've seen, you know, some in Iceland and Finland, and they're mm-hmm. just absolutely stunning. Obviously, the landscape here is 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 different, right? But mm-hmm. uh, so, I want to hear a little bit about the actual founding story, and then also like a little bit about your guys' go to market strategy here in the states.
0: Yeah, so um, like like you mentioned, it got uh, got going about seven years ago. Uh, two brothers uh, by the last name of Tix, uh Andres and Jock, uh were really the the the, the wizards behind UED and the Mirror House in terms of a concept. Um, the idea was basically that right was basically developing a u- ultra luxury uh, cabin uh, for nature, mm. and and that's really what what we kind of hone in on the word and the terminology of of nature hospitality. And that's that that's how we um kind of communicate to our customers and and, and really all our marketing is geared towards uh nature hospitality. So it's taking a beautiful, beautifully, beautifully done uh mirrored house and putting it in the middle of nature. Mm. And at that point, it allows you to get immersed right as a guest into the landscape. Uh, it blends into the, uh, into the landscape. It's almost, uh, an invisible house. Uh, at times you can walk right by, uh, a mirrored house, uh, that has been deployed in the woods, um, in the back country on a mountain or even on a beach. And, uh, you'll miss it if you, uh, if you don't, uh, really look around and, and see what's happening to you. But, um, yeah, so, uh, like a, like we mentioned earlier, there's about 400 units or so out in the wild. Wow. A large majority of those, uh, are in Europe. Uh, we do have units even in, uh, in Ghana, in Africa. Wow. Uh, but most of the, of the deployments have been Northern Europe. Uh, Estonia obviously has their fair share of, of units, uh, as well as some other Scandinavian, uh, areas. Uh, and we've recently even shipped units to Alaska. Wow. So, um, yeah, so look, in terms of the business plan, um, we are a designer, we are a a manufacturer of, of beautifully done, uh, mirrored houses. Uh, but we also have a, a tech stack. We are also developing software, uh, for our booking, uh, system. So we offer our partners the ability to join uh, our booking platform and be able to then rent out their units um, and leveraging all our marketing leveraging everything we do from a partner marketing standpoint, photography, social media, influencers, all that is um, kind of the package of hardware, software kind of coming to play. Um, we sell units. We either directly sell units. Uh, we also have partnerships where we identify we're very selective with our partnerships, but we identify beautiful pieces of land where we can then partner with a uh, with a landowner and uh, put units down um, at a fraction of the cost and then get into uh, a rev share component where yeah. we can ultimately grow the business. Um, we also have our own flagships, um, so we're not just a manufacturer, distributor, seller uh, of our products, but we run our own sites as well. And so yeah. that's everything end-to-end from deploying, site design, permitting, um, operations, housekeeping, cleaning, um, guest uh, communication, customer service, you name it.
1: Jeez. Well, I mean, it, it seems like the better question would have been, what do you guys not do, right? What are you, what are you, <laughs> what are you not focused on? So there's a, there's right. a couple of interesting things I, I want to get a little bit more detail on that that you guys are doing here. One is is specifically on the the partner side of things. So, uh, and and to your, to your point, actually, first and foremost, about uh, like the mirror houses like blending into nature. I've seen so many uh, of your your all's photos like on Instagram, and that right. that is so true. It, it's it's like one of those crazy experiences where you take a photo of the of the actual unit, but what you're seeing yeah. is a perspective of the landscape that you wouldn't otherwise see right or at least not otherwise see from that perspective like it's this yep. it is just this beautiful piece of art and and you know i'm I'm sure i'm sure all of that is intentional so props to the design team uh for for right. for and, and of course the, the you know the architects for coming up with this this has yep. a concept um but i want i want to talk about partnerships because One of the things that that I am curious about is obviously unique stays have exploded and and we've talked to a lot of the the founders and and, and the builders of these like truly remarkable uh, stays. Are you guys, are you guys, when when we talk about being selective with partners, are you partnering with, you know, folks who are trying to build these kind of like new concepts or maybe they have, like I was talking to, you know, somebody who does have a mirror house on the podcast just recently, Garrett Brown from, from Cameron Ranch Clamping. And one of the things he was saying was like, you know, he's got a variety of unique units on his land, but then one of them is, is the mirror house. So is the concept like, Hey, let's go find unique stay operators, get them a mirror house to add to their collection. Or is it more of like, Hey, we want to do the getaway thing where we want to buy like 25 acres of land and have, right. you know, a couple dozen mere houses on that land and right. then you know be, be obviously owners and, and and operators of that. Like it sounds like you guys are doing a mix of both right now. Is that is that accurate?
0: Yeah, that's that's accurate. Um we there are some just a beautiful, amazing pieces of land, and there are some very talented operators out there um in the network in the community that we would love to work with and so that's where the selection process really starts Uh, it starts with someone having um an operation a successful operation that we can add to uh their growth and Mm. so we think about it from a kind of blitz scaling standpoint blitz scaling is basically the science and the art of of, of growing a, a business quickly and and, and, and fast. And so that's, uh, that's how we kind of identify some of our partners. Um, but it, it really does start with a amazing, successful operator with uh, the ability to grow uh, yeah. and in the right landscape uh, with the right guest experience. I mean, we are uh, obviously a product that is focused on experiences. Um, It is an experience. I'm I'm sitting in one of our, again, beautifully done mirrored houses. You can see the glass panels that are completely see-through from the inside out, but from the inside in, you have that reflective exterior that, again, blends into that natural surrounding offering that immersive experience and really kind of connecting with the landscape. So, I mean, we have a minimalistic kind of design um, that is sustainable. I mean, Mm -hmm. our prefabricated homes are efficient from the standpoint of insulation uh, from what the product kind of uh, looks like, acts like, feels like, and, and look, I mean, that innovative design is a huge competitive advantage, huge competitive edge, And that's what our partners see, right? They see higher occupancies, increased ADRs, and overall a higher rev par uh, when it comes to uh, the the number of bookings uh, that they get per month.
1: If you're even remotely plugged into the short-term rental community on social media, you've probably watched your fair share of reels and read more than a handful of threads on why direct bookings are so important for building your hospitality brand. But direct bookings are really only powerful if you own your guest data, giving you the opportunity to communicate with them on your own terms. And the reality is that most STR hosts don't have a sufficient enough list of past guests or prospective guests to be able to justify the investment that building out a direct booking strategy can require. But the team at StayFi are trying to change all of that. StayFi enables you to create a custom branded Wi-Fi splash page for your short-term rental's Wi-Fi, similar to what you might experience when logging onto the Wi-Fi network at your favorite coffee shop. StayFi enables you to collect the contact info of every guest staying with you, not just the one who booked, because who doesn't need the Wi-Fi? So if you want a frictionless way to capture guest contact info and empower your direct booking strategy with more data, sign up for StayFi at stayfi.com and use the discount code BTS for 20% off your first year. If you chat with the team there, be sure to tell them that Zach from Behind the Stays sent you their way. All right, folks, give StayFi a look, but for now, we're headed back to the episode. Now, do you guys, so at this juncture, you, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Oda has one core product, which is, which is the mirror house. How do you guys think about product category, you know, expansion? Because, you know, I think one of, one of the challenges or concerns that people might have is once you start seeing a mirror house all over Instagram, (laughs) right. And you see it in 25 different places, all of a sudden, like or 250 places, like it, it doesn't seem as unique, like, h- how are you guys sort of striking that balance? Now, obviously, right? Not everybody is as obsessively following every stay on Instagram as as I am, right? And a lot of people in these local markets, people that are, you know, users of Airbnb, but not super plugged into like the short term rental community as they're scrolling through an airb you know through Houston Airbnbs and they stumble upon right. the mirror house that you know Cameron they've never seen anything like that so for you know the vast majority of travelers it'll take a long time before people right. recognize oh I've seen this same sort of style of home before but for those who are you know in industry who are thinking Mm. a little bit about product differentiation and then and state differentiation how how are you guys wrestling with that internally and like have you have you encountered any friction with with partners not wanting to jump on like you know for lack of a better term like the latest like tiny home like design you know a, a trend like how how are you guys navigating that
0: yeah look um i mean i'll give credit where credit is due, Yak, who's our chief product officer, one of the founding uh, brothers, is really the wizard behind our product development. Mm. And so the signature house, which is our uh, standard house that has a bedroom, has a kitchen, that has a bathroom, self-contained unit, all fully turnkey, is what we typically sell and ship the most of. Yeah. Um, that said, there are different versions of the signature house. We are now an RVIA certified park model RV as well, which means mm. we can take our house, put it on a rolling chassis, and help um basically customers and um landowners through the permitting process. Um, wow. uh, that puts us in front of 48 states where we can ship our houses fairly quickly uh, and rather uh frictionless when it comes to permitting um, with some counties, uh, which obviously is always a heavy lift, uh, for folks. Um, but we also have, uh, a medium-sized unit. Um, we actually took that medium-sized unit to this year's, um, uh, clamping show and it's a dry cabin. It doesn't have the plumbing. It does not have the kitchenette, but can also serve extremely well for people that want to have the same look and feel, the same aesthetic as the signature house, something a little bit smaller, something that possibly can have shared um, bathrooms or communal bathrooms. And at that point can also take advantage of that same design. The other product that has been um, very successful uh, and we've we've gotten a lot of demand for is our saunas. So Mm. we now have... Uh, Our mirrored sauna uh, comes in a uh, small, uh, what we call our mini size, but also medium and large, uh, which we've done for uh, hospitality partners and our saunas. Because of us being from Estonia, from Scandinavia, um, saunas and sauna is like a religion, right? It's something (laughs) (laughs) that you do every Sunday, Uh, you do with friends, you do with family, Um, but the, the, the design and again, the aesthetic, the attention to detail, and the quality behind our saunas is uh, bar none uh, one of the best uh, experiences with the wood burning, with feeding actual wood into the unit, yeah. uh, into the heater. Uh, it's a really uh, special kind of experience. And yeah. so we also have something that is uh, a little bit in our in our stealth modes, but I guess I could give you a glimpse of um we are uh doing uh a selective number of, of golden houses uh Ooh. in the future Ooh. and so that that that'll be that'll be soon to come coming soon uh but it will be something for people to look out for and to differentiate themselves amongst uh, other mirrored houses wow
1: dude this is amazing i mean again like it's it is such a cool like beautiful uh beautiful product and and i am i'm, a, I'm always just curious right when when folks you know who come to market with a a new concept, a, a new design, how they think about like obviously everyone wants to grow, right? Uh, and the, that, that that's what that's what you that's what you're here to do, right? Here in the states is to, like help bring what's taken off in Northern Europe here to to the states, and so there's huge huge right. opportunity. But I you know the, the 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 I don't know the critic in me, right? Is, is always like, well, hey, for unique stay operators who really care about being you know unique if you're gonna buy this product which i imagine like isn't incredibly cheap right given mm. sort of how beautiful and what the attention to detail that you guys have put into these to these units right, right? if i'm gonna spend that on a unit um but then my buddy down the street opens you know a, a mirror house like what do right. w- what do i think about that right like the glamping site next door mm-hmm. to me is gonna you know <laughs> the competition right is 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 going to catch yeah. up at some point so like i'm curious you mentioned earlier you guys are trying to, you're obviously building sort of like a brand around UUD around and, and the mirror houses. And right. you, I was on your website and you I can like book a stay at any of the mirror houses through your mm-hmm. website, which is really cool. How are you guys Think, but you also mentioned you're helping your partners with social media and helping them with marketing and whatnot. So how do you see sort of like the UD slash like mirrored house brand continuing to grow and operate while also helping the owners of these these stays of mm. these units help grow their respective brands. Like, what what does that actually look like? And you know, what are what are some you know problems you guys are are trying to to solve there?
0: Yeah, look, um, I'll tackle this from a couple different angles. Um, the brand is something that we obviously spend a lot of time on. We spend yeah. a lot of time thinking through um, who we are. Um, what we do, who are our partners, um, what they also uh, are end up going to do with uh, their site, uh, with their site design, with their operations. Um, so there's a, a a lot there that goes into uh, who UED is now and who UD is five years, ten years uh, from now. Yeah, and um, we want to be the one product that when people think about luxury um, in nature, uh, we are the brand. We, we, we will, we're, we're still young. We're very young. Uh, We're not necessarily a startup since we've been at it uh, six, seven years. So it's a proven product. Um, uh, This is something that, uh, I mean, going back to kind of our, our YC uh, conversation a bit. Uh, we have found product market fit, uh, which means I have a line of folks, uh, standing outside of my factory asking when, uh, I can ship, uh, we have a high class problem of having a six, seven month backlog, uh, of product. But again, we are getting very efficient, um, with our operations. And so there, there, there's a culture within our manufacturing side and with what we do here every day around quality and around reliability. And so besides the brand being at the forefront of nature hospitality and really allowing uh, customers and landowners uh, uh, to basically put these units down, in a lot of different landscapes, a lot of different geographies. Uh, there's also a lot to be said for the manufacturing of each of these units, right? Mm. Where we have implemented Lean Six Sigma, I'm actually a, a Lean Six Sigma black belt. Uh, so we've, uh, we, we've implemented these sort of processes in our production to make sure that every single unit that leaves has that hundred point inspection that everything is flawless that people do not have to ever worry about uh receiving our product and not being the best product out there um i mean we can deploy and install one of our units in 27 minutes off of a truck onto a foundation we've timed it and 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 that's kind of our 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 record time Um, but that again that goes back to who the brand is who we are because we think about everything uh end to end and we want yeah. that to be something that uh our partners and our and our guests ultimately um really embody and and, and can kind of see the the fruits of our labor uh and and, and take advantage of of uh of, of, of having just an amazing stay um on, on one of their pieces of land
1: do you guys how, how much do you help with the or how much how customizable is like the interior of these units because one, one of the things i've talked with folks about and i think that this yeah. is a little bit of like a not controversial but people people have like mm-hmm. strong opinions one way or the other is hey when you have a unique stay right uh, i was actually talking to to ben wolf from onera about this right. and i've been out to his sites a couple times and he's got these like incredible like spy glasses right and That's these true. really cool spyglass like barrel units and mm-hmm. one of the things that i've said to him is like dude like you should outfit all of the units a little bit differently right to yeah. so that as a as a as a guest like especially because he's got a lot of units on the same site so if if you right. want me to come back and come and stay at you know onera again great right. i'll do that but like i, I want to collect all the spyglasses right like right. i, I want to stay in spyglass oh. one and i want it to feel different than spyglass two and yep. obviously you need some sort of like you know level of of expectation that travelers who who book these days will some level sure. of consistency i guess i should say but like there's also so much room for for differentiation and so when i think about your product right mm-hmm. the, the actual square footage is probably the same more or, right. or less the same obviously the 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 outside is a freaking mirror right And it's going to reflect different depending on the landscape that it's in but like yeah. how do you guys think about like the interior is there is there opportunity for customization there do people customize on their own like how, how, how do folks, how, how do you guys help folks through that?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a great question because we get asked that a hundred times a day Can right? <laughs> I tweak a little bit here, tweak a little bit there. Everyone wants their own unique floor plan, yep. which I get it. And I understand that. And so we have, uh, we have a, uh, a solution for them. We're very solution oriented here. Um, our signature houses are standard. We do not um, uh, get away from a standard uh, product, given that that allows us for standard work, which allows for efficiencies, which allows for faster and bigger throughput through our uh, manufacturing facility. Um, The one option that we have for uh, uh, customers and some of our partners, are uh, what we call our our shell house. Mm. Uh, the shell house allows you to basically receive a fully finished exterior house, right? That means it's going to show up. It's going to look just like every signature house, yeah. But the inside is empty. Mm. Is mm. empty for a number of reasons, right? One of the first reasons is customization. Yeah. I, as an owner of an oud house, would like to have wood floors instead of the porcelain ceramics that we use. Yeah. I, as an owner of a house, would like to put a California king in the room versus a queen size bed. I, yeah. as the owner of the house, would like to offer a cooktop and a bigger kitchenette. So the shell, what we call the shell unit or the shell house, uh, allows for that the other really um great thing about the shell house is permitting again mm. going back to that uh dreaded term for a lot of uh, uh ho- a lot of property owners is the yeah. permitting process yeah.
1: which yeah.
0: refabricated homes unless they are factory certified are not going to be allowed to be a modular install with a foundation if it's not permitted yeah means as a shell unit you can actually build out the unit and have inspectors county inspectors certify it and improve it as you build it out Mm. which means the electrical the plumbing all the MEP sort of uh intricacies and the drawings that come along with it can be done on site yeah so that that really opens up a lot of doors for a lot of folks wanting uh, that customization uh, and wanting that ability to kind of zip right line through a permitting process and start renting their units much quicker
1: and and like that that's what allows for differentiation from a marketing perspective as well right at the end of the day is like hey yeah the outside is freaking cool and it's going to look different depending on where you are now like we've outfitted, you know, our, wood, our, our mirror house, and it looks like this versus like, you know, the Joe's down the street looks like that. And so I th- I think right. that that's where some of that, that differentiation from, from a, you know, managed product perspective, if you will, uh, can, can, can really come into play. That's where as a hospitality entrepreneur, you could, you could add like yes. your elements, like your, the expectations that your guests have of you when they stay at your kind of a property can be woven into the construct of this, of this unique Exactly. Uh, you know, modular home. So, um, I, I want to ask about like price, like what, do, what does this actually cost? Like what, like what is does the shell cost versus like, if I want the, you know, the soup to nuts product, uh, that yeah. can come off the, come off the truck and I can rent it a day later. Like what, what, what are, what are we talking here in terms of price?
0: Yeah. Uh, for our signature house, um, um, which again is what we sell the most of, yeah. Uh, retail price is 124900 Okay. okay. So that's what they, uh, they retail for. Um, the shell version that I just spoke to you about in terms of customization and permitting ability um, is about 57000 So $58,000, yeah. 57900 um, So that's going to be the range uh, of our larger structures. Our medium structures are in the upper 30s. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be the ability to get uh, a medium uh, office. So we are doing a uh, little. I just uh, the, the the little glamping house that we took to the glamping show can also be turned into a remote office podcast studio. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Uh, for a, a little studio out in the middle of nature, uh, we can get to one of those little medium-sized structures. Um, Love it. and then um, our saunas. Uh, which again are doing extremely well are uh, in the upper twenties. So okay. 20, 29,000 uh, and then you would need to uh, purchase a, a heater along with it, either electrical or, uh, or a yeah.
1: So Which, I mean, like I'm thinking about just, just for the sake of our, our listeners too, like when you compare this, like, you know, we, I, I have, um, you know, Mike, who's the the founder of Den, uh, Den yeah. Outdoors on, on the oh, podcast. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we, we were talking about sort of like, there, Den's business model, and you know, depending on the the designs that you that you um that you select, and obviously depending on like the market that you're that you're building in, right. Den usually has like a range of like uh, lower end, you know, 100, 25, 150 up to you know three hundred depending on like what you're what you're trying to do right and like right. where you're trying to do it and obviously there's some fl- there's lots of flexibility within there but just to give i think you know listeners some context it it sounds like this is you know th- th- this is not just like the plans then you have to coordinate the bill bu- coordinate with a builder and, and get all the materials and whatnot this is mm-hmm. kind of like an all all baked in cost of you're paying right. you know 125k for a unique stay that you can drop on your land and start renting on airbnb you know, the next day or something like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's that's the the the, the real advantage here of a yeah. pre home, right? Is that it's it's turnkey. Yeah. Um you just need land to be able to drop it onto uh either a pier, ram steel type of foundation or kind of full slab. Um and you can start renting immediately, right? Yeah. I mean we have uh sites, uh partners that um, are grossing anywhere on uh, in the peak season from 15, upper kind of 15 to $18,000 a month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. immediately day yeah. one and yeah. they will look out similar to what you heard, uh, uh, Garrett from Cameron Rant say, I mean, two months of immediate bookings, the moment it came down, uh, or was brought down onto his property is what he has seen. hundred percent occupancy. Yeah. So that sort of REVPAR uh, is something that um, that people really think about from a business plan perspective, from an uh, ROIC perspective in terms of how much they invest and what sort of payback they can actually get from their units. I um, mean, we're talking four or five years of being fully paid back. And after that, uh, then it's uh, profitability.
1: Last-minute cancellations suck, and that's why we built Ping. Ping makes it easy for guests to be notified when their favorite Airbnbs become available. Ping is a simple widget that lives on your website or your direct booking site, and allows your fans and followers to sign up and be notified if their preferred dates become available. Here's how it works. Jimmy sees that you're booked the whole month of October, but he wants to be notified if any three-night window in the month becomes available. Jen is a returning guest and she wants to be notified if any week in June, July, or August becomes available. In a matter of seconds, Jimmy and Jen fill out the simple form and they will be pinged if the requested dates become available. And as a host, you will immediately get pinged via email with Jimmy and Jen's contact information and requested dates, which enables you to build up your own database of guest email addresses. Ping is what the best Airbnb hosts use to maximize bookings. You can get access to our beta pricing with plans that start at just $39 a year at bnbping.com. Again, that's bnbping.com. What what I think is really interesting too, especially especially for operators who might be listening to this podcast, right? Like if you've if you've got a portfolio of you know ten to to twenty five uh, stays and and maybe they're sort of you know run of the mill, average mm-hmm. kind of single family homes or maybe some condos or some duplexes or whatever. Most folks that tune into this podcast are are building you know unique stays in and of themselves, or they're 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 yeah. kind of like newer to, to hospitality to begin with. But there are there are definitely people who've been in the game for for a while. And I think what's really interesting about a model like this is. This is sort of a, a a safer way, if you will, for folks who who want to get into the unique stay right. game, but like yeah. have the, they don't have the time to go like build like this glass a frame right somewhere, right. and and so this is like a really cool model of hey, you know, relatively kind of you know uh, upfront cost that that you can stomach, right, for being able to quickly turn it right. around and 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 rent it. And also sort of like weigh this then against your existing portfolio. It's it's very easy, quite frankly, to get up and running with adding a unique stay to your portfolio, right. if that's something that you've been wanting to do, but hesitant to, quite frankly, because of, of time, right, and, and resources. Yeah. Especially if you have land where you do have a, maybe a couple of family cabins already that you rent out,
0: hmm. and, and
1: there's room for for something that is, that's unique. I, I was talking to Nick. Um, Nick Peach from Index Cabins and I've done, we went out there and we did like a cool video with him and, and whatnot and one of the things he said is like they had these three cabins but they had like room for unique stays and he went and he built like a container home and then he built like a tree frame, you know, uh, uh, get up and and those units like do incredibly, they've incredibly outperformed his his other kind of more traditional cabins but, but again like what was so beautiful about the model was you know, he's got this mix of like more expected stays and then also unique stays on the same property. So if you want to travel with buddies or you're, you you know, you you want to travel with your, your best friends and their family, right? right? Like, and you don't all want to spend $500 a night to stay in the mirror Mm -hmm. house or whatever it is, right? Like you can, you can kind of mix it up. And so anyways, I think that this model is super, super interesting. And what I love about what, what Ud is doing with, with these mirror house concepts is, it's in many ways you're it's, you're making it way more accessible to get into right. the unique stay game, and, and if you're a professional operator and you've been doing this for a while and you know and you know hospitality, you just need you just need a unique product at this juncture because you're you're gonna right. crush it on the service standpoint, right? That's so it's right. it's just a really really cool opportunity, and um, I'm just I'm excited for you guys. I think that I think that you guys are gonna be huge here, and I'm surprised like it's taken yeah. this long to get to the states. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, it's I I mean I think it's something that uh, they, I mean we've been looking for the right time for the right opportunity post COVID, yeah, uh, to really kind of turn the screws and, and 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 crank up the volume in terms of getting the the, the product out there. I mean the, the other thing to think about as you kind of reference our pricing and what it is to kind of turn key turn things around really quickly is also our price uh relative to the shelf life of the unit is is quite remarkable i mean Mm. think about the material selection that we go through our glass our 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 houses are over 50 percent glass
1: Mm.
0: which means these things could last a hundred years
1: yeah interesting right i
0: mean glass just like skyscrapers, I mean, I've lived in New York, I've lived in Chicago, I've lived in a lot of big cities. Those buildings have been around forever. Yeah, yeah. And so we, as a manufacturer, as an engineer, as a designer, as an architect, think really hard about the material selection in order for these units to outlive I and mean, what people are doing with them and, and and buying them for, right? I mean, these sort of assets are assets that, I mean, could get collateralized by, by, by a bank because it is uh, a kind of a Fannie, Freddie Mac sort of uh, structure uh, yeah. that could be financed. And so and at that point, it's going to last uh, sometimes even longer than a stick belt yeah. uh, because we don't have exposed wood uh, because we, again use aluminum we our wood that we do have outside is a thermally modified ash wood which again looks great acts great and weather. you just hit it with a little bit of oil once a year comes right back wow. um, our, our roofing system is a torch down sbs roofing system which never is going to leak uh, is not going to need uh, a lot of maintenance and so i mean depending on the number of stays, right, if you're uh, booking it out 200, 250, 300 uh, reservations uh, a year with 2,500, 3,000 stays uh, of actual nights, I mean, there, there will be a little bit of wear and tear. But for the most part, the core of the structure uh, stays intact.
1: Yeah, which you certainly can't say for uh for every kind of structure, uh, that that's out <laughs> yeah. there, especially those, you know, <laughs> those different. beach stays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's
0: in strokes for different folks. That's, different, uh, yes, that's for yes. sure. <laughs> uh,
1: well, Antonio, this has been awesome, man. I am super excited about what you guys are doing and what you're building uh, for folks that want to learn more. and uh, they are interested in, in partnership and, and exploring that with you all, I'll have links to your website, your Instagram, awesome. All, your, your LinkedIn, everything in the show notes below. But is there anywhere in particular folks should go if they are curious uh, to learn more other than those channels?
0: Yeah, look, I mean, social media, uh, you can find me on social media at Antonio Zalas uh, on Twitter or X, formerly Twitter, uh, on Instagram as well. Uh, or you can reach out to me on email, Antonio at UD,
1: uh, com. Wonderful. And I will have all of those fine links in the show notes below. So if you want to go check out what, uh, Antonio and the UD team are doing, which I highly recommend if you haven't seen their f- stuff, just go look at their Instagram. Um, and, and you'll, it's, I mean, it's just truly, truly, truly remarkable and stunning. So go ahead, give it a look, reach out if you're interested, if you're building, if you've bought land and you're looking for a collection of unique stays, you know, sounds like you might be a, a great partner for, for what they're doing. Also sounds like you guys have a pretty hefty wait list. Um, so <laughs> don't wait folks, if you're interested, Absolutely. It might might take a little while, but Antonio, thanks so much for your time, man. It's been a pleasure.
0: Yeah, thanks, Zach. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for joining us for this episode of Behind the Stays. I'd love to know what you thought of the episode. Feel free to shoot me an email directly at Zach, that's Z A C H, at spontaneous.com, or find me on X, formerly Twitter, at Z Boozy, that's Z B O O Z E E, or on LinkedIn at Zach Boozy Cruz. If this is your first time tuning in, it's a pleasure to have you, and we hope to have you back again soon. If you've been a listener for a while though, I'd greatly appreciate if you could subscribe and then leave us a rating and review of the show wherever you are currently streaming this podcast. Last but certainly not least, spontaneous and Behind the Stays are totally bootstrapped and my ability to bring you these stories is only possible because of our incredible advertising partners. We're very much a startup show and while our growth rate is amazing, thanks to all you who keep tuning in and sharing our show with your friends and family, we haven't quote unquote made it yet. So if you could do me, a huge favor and go and check out the sponsor for today's episode in the show notes below. I would greatly appreciate it. Even if their offering doesn't make sense for you right now, sending them a quick message on social or an email, just saying that you're listening to the show and you appreciate their support would be incredibly amazing. All right, friends, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day and we will see you on the next episode of Behind the Stays.